forthcoming. The real difference between Republicans and Democrats. A bunch of foods that will actually help your mood. And how the fuck are you supposed to stop touching your face? Plus, today is the day Fishby and I attempt to make the impossible possible. 17 questions in 17 minutes, and Fishby, you're wasting valuable time at this point. We should just, we should go if we're gonna go. All right, thank you. Question one. Why is Disco Tits a better nickname than Sugar Tits? Perhaps the most profound thought we've had all week here at the Fishbowl, and I'm not sure this is a compliment, is that no matter who you are, boy, girl, doesn't matter, all of us have at least one friend in our peer group that the perfect nickname for that friend is Disco Tits. It's just fun, like, hey, here comes, here comes Disco Tits. Just fun, it's just fun, it's not mean, it's just fun. Whereas sugar tits, that's, that's a little more spicy. Sugar tits, played incorrectly, is the kind of name that could get you slapped. Sugar tits is all right, but don't be confused. Sugar tits is, is no disco tits. What's the main philosophical difference between Republicans and Democrats? Now, I could go off here and give you a, uh, a long diatribe about sometimes what's good for the goose is good for the gander, and sometimes what's good for the gander is good for the goose. Not going to do that. When an individual sees a homeless person uh, panhandling on the street, uh, the typical Democrat response is, man, that, that sucks. I, I wonder how that happened. I wonder as a society, is there anything we can do to help? And a Republican thinks when they see the same panhandler, get a fucking job! That's really the, uh, that's the main difference. What are some foods that can improve my mood? Well, other than alcohol, which, which will improve your mood in the moment, but then will often bring you down lower than you started, so that's, that's really a... Uh, caffeine, kind of the same thing, but caffeine has been proven to improve your mood. Uh, but believe it or not, beans or lentils, coffee, nuts or seeds, berries, oats... Bananas, fermented foods like yogurt, sauerkraut, or kimchi, dark chocolate, and fatty fish, all in one way or another, proven to improve your mood. How many miles did you ride on your Peloton last week? Again, I don't... I don't have a Peloton. Sure, I'm a thousandaire, but I get on the exercise bike every single day that my mom got down the street. It's a Schwinn, at least 25 years old, and uh, it had a. It was, it was. It was free. Again, free. Not a. Not a Peloton. Uh, the last few weeks, respectively, 103.2, then 117.5. Uh, yeah, last week was 125.8, and yesterday, because I don't count these chickens before they're on their way to Popeye's, 
Uh, so I'm not counting today. Uh, yesterday was day 54 of my 180-day quest for peak physical condition. So I figure that's long, how long it'll take a, a man of my advanced age. 180 days. Yo, it's me, Fish B. Do you want to hear my Oscar the Grouch impression? Fish B, I, I didn't know you, you did impressions. Sure, let's hear your Oscar the Grouch impression. And you're calling that an Oscar the Grouch impression? Like, sure, when he's, when he's in the... I guess, yeah. I'm, I'm not sure what that, what that really lent to the show, to the quality of what we're trying to produce, but, but sure. Uh, ran, random trivia question, and I will, I will buy you a drink next time I see it. If you know the answer to this, you are on the honor system. What type of vehicle did Oscar the Grouch drive? What type of vehicle... Did Oscar the Grouch drive? We don't have all day. If you said sloppy jalopy, I owe you a cocktail. Do you believe Bill Clinton when he says the Monica Lewinsky affair was a consequence of needing to manage his anxieties? A very stressful job being president and... As a as a as a, a penis having human, uh, blowjobs better than acupuncture, uh, better than massages. They really the therapeutic effects are uh, are not to be underestimated. But that's really a that's a really lame excuse. Apparently, that comes out in the new Hillary four part documentary that's gonna that's gonna debut on uh, on Hulu. But uh, that's. He's lucky that happened in the 90s. I mean, president, intern, Oval Office, creepy, weak excuse, no matter the therapeutic effects of a blowjob. If I don't stop touching my face, I'm going to die of coronavirus. What do I do? No, you're... You're not going to die. It's okay. I had to go to the dentist today. And the first thing when I get to the dentist, do you have a cough? Do you have a fever? Uh, do you know anyone that has a cough, has a fever? Have you been out of the country in the last two, two weeks? Have you hung out with anyone that's been out of the country in the last two weeks? That was a check-in. Then I go back to the chair. I get the exact same questions again. But uh, We're not all going to die yet. But the average human apparently touches their face two dozen times an hour. Recipe for getting sick, not necessarily the coronavirus. According to the New York Times, because I'm a nerd, they, they suggest uh, the following four things instead of touching your face two dozen times an hour. Uh, you're supposed to grab a tissue when you want to touch your face. A stress ball allegedly reduces the urge to touch your face. They also recommended uh, figuring out how to, how to chill, how to, how to chill. Uh, don't ask Bill Clinton for advice on that. And uh, you're also supposed to identify triggers. Identify triggers that make you want to touch your face. Thanks, New York Times. Stop touching your face is hard. It's a hard thing to do. No one's going to be able to do it. Are you taking tomorrow off just to get that thing out of your ass? <laughs> tomorrow is, is the national day of unplugging. 
And while not a federal holiday yet, uh, we are giving Fish B the day off. We're giving Isaiah the Tiny Playa, our executive producer, the day off. Because whether you do this tomorrow or sometime next month, but setting aside a day to just unplug and just no screens the entire day, uh, the more we can find excuses to do that, the healthier we will all be. Tomorrow, we're going to do an interlude because this show is, uh, I mean, obviously, we're trying to become, all we're trying to do, we just want to be the most compelling daily podcast in the world, but the show is also about that journey, so, so tomorrow will be an interlude show about the journey. What are the most important upcoming dates on the political calendar? Uh, Tuesday, March 10th, primaries in Washington, Idaho, Michigan, Mississippi, Missouri, and North Dakota. Then Sunday, March 15th, CNN debate in Phoenix, which should be just Bernie and Biden. They're not going to let Tulsi. Please tell me they're not going to let Tulsi do it. So it could be two hours of just Bernie and Biden, and Biden might implode. That happens on a Sunday the 15th. And then Tuesday, uh, March 17th, which is the luckiest day of the year, St. Patrick's Day, uh, they're voting in Arizona, Florida, Illinois, Ohio. So four huge states coming up on St. Patrick's Day. And the most, not poli- not necessarily politics, although it was about Fox News, a bombshell, the latest Margot Robbie film that doesn't involve Harley Quinn, available for rental on, uh, on Tuesday, uh, March 10th. Bombshell. Very much looking forward to that. I didn't see it in the theaters. Any desire to get out there and tell some jokes? You know, that's that's a mixed bag for me. Part of me really does want to go, now, now that I'm feeling pretty crisp mentally, I'm like, yeah, let's, uh, let's get some stage time. Let's go tell some jokes. But then uh, we'll address this question more, more wholeheartedly, manana, when we do the interlude. All right, so there's, a, there's another little tease. Hope, hopefully you'll, uh, you'll come back and join us, manana. I'm still confused. How does the road to enlightenment go through the gateless gate? This is a, this is, this is a Buddhism thing. I can't explain it to you. You have to figure this out on your own, how the path to enlightenment goes through the gateless gate. One side there's enlightenment. One side there's not. And I'm not saying I am a, am a fully enlightened human being by... by by no means, but but the path to enlightenment is through the gateless gate. You unriddle, that's a word we, uh, we, we, we coined and have now made part of the vernacular as of a few months ago. Uh, but you unriddle that riddle, and, uh, and away you go. Boom, enlightened. Yo, Gary, it's me, Fish B, again. Jesus Christ, we're back on the fucking... Gary thing. Is this music? Was that music? Jeez, Fishby. Can I can I hear it one more time? Yeah. 
Yeah, that's music. Way to go, Fishby. Real, real proud of you. Not, again, I'm not sure what you've added to the show, but uh, thanks, I guess. Can, can we hear it one more time to, just to confirm that whether or not it's music? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Barely, but uh, technically, technically music. Have you ever gotten a facial? <laughs> Have I ever? No, no, this is obviously a loaded term with multiple connotations. Uh, I see the corner you're trying to trying to paint me in. Have I ever gotten a, have I ever gotten a facial? Now I'm no I'm no stranger uh, to the spa treatment. Uh, I just got a pedicure with it with it within the last week and a half or so because I needed someone to take care of me. I felt very untaken care of by the world, so I went and got a pedicure. I needed I needed I needed the warm embrace of another human being fixing my feet. Uh, uh, but no, actually, I, I like massages and things like that. But I've never gotten a facial, although apparently. Uh, it's it's quite the rage in uh, not only South Korea but men that have memberships at Massage Envy just for for what it's worth and you know you you just you only get you only get you only get one face you only, you only get you only get one that's your two face from Batman but really now we're now we're somewhere we don't want to be what's the what's the next one here is Stephen Colbert a genius is is Stephen Colbert a genius. Yeah, we don't we don't talk Colbert a lot on the show, but you're goddamn right, Stephen Colbert. And I feel like I've overused this term in the last two weeks, so I'm going to try to abstain from it for a while after this. But Stephen Colbert, absolutely, 100%, truly is a national treasure. And what he's done with the Late Show, I mean, coming off the Daily Show and then into the Colbert Report, and now and and now the Late Show, Stephen Colbert. That show, that that show is magic, and, and the way he is fused, kind of, kind of the Daily Show concept with his monologue. He's basically doing a Daily Show with, with without the correspondent. So he's doing like the Daily Show and, and, and the monologue and the, and the desk chat, and then and and then he combines that with obviously the traditional elements of of like a Letterman style show, and and the way he has has married those two things. Absolutely beautiful, for sure, 100%, absolutely, uh, if he was here, I would bow. Yeah, Stephen Colbert is uh, basically the man. Are you seriously trying to learn Spanish again? I'm, I'm, I'm always trying to learn uh, Spanish, but uh, do I, this year, did I purchase the annual the annual membership to the very popular language app, Babbel. Uh, yes, I did. Not only did it come at a 40% discount when I purchased it for the entire year, but I, in addition to everything else I'm doing, I'm trying to do a lesson on the Babbel every single day. It just makes my mind think differently, and I like linguistics, and I, and I like traveling in, uh, in beautiful uh, Mexico. But that said, uh, wouldn't it be great if you're me? Wouldn't it be great uh, to have the ability to date girls that don't speak English? Right? Like that's, 
if you can date girls that don't speak English, it's it's not quite the oyster uh, uh, of, of the world you live in when you're bisexual and, and just the whole world is yours for the taking. But, but being able to speak Spanish and being able to date someone who doesn't speak English? Fuck yeah, I'm about that. Plus, plus I enjoy... I enjoy, like I said, I enjoy linguistics, and and I enjoy the challenge of trying to uh, trying to learn Spanish. So, we'll uh, we'll we'll see. Uh, I'm I'm not I'm not good, but uh, I I know my way around. You know, como te llamas? Como mucho gusto. See see, I'm basically fluent. Basically fluent. And, oh, there's Isaiah's music, which means we have arrived at our 17th question. As always, last question belongs to Isaiah, the tiny player, our nine-year-old executive producer. Isaiah writes, where do sea lions come from? Now, much like how a fox, obviously at some point, a, a wolf and, and a bobcat had sex and created a fox. At some point, uh, sea lions were created by, by a wolf and a dolphin. Say adios, fish bee!